My name is Marley Savers and I have a passion for cheerleading. I've loved the sport from a very young age and have been involved in it for over a decade. After my high school career, I began working for the National Cheerleaders Association where I instruct middle school and high school cheer teams all over the nation at summer camp. I also work as a silver level choreographer for NCA and am going into my sixth summer with the company. Now I'm entering my fourth season as a coach and the second season with my current team. I started this podcast as an outlet to express my ideas on coaching as well as to share some of the trials and tribulations that occur in the sport. Welcome back to another episode of the Life of a Cheerleading Coach. I'm your host, Marley, and I just want to hop right into it since it's been a while. In the last episode, I said that the next one would be about habit building. However, life gets in the way sometimes, and with competition season being in full swing, this podcast kind of fell to the wayside. So instead, today, we're going to be talking about self-care. To start, it's okay to focus on taking care of yourself sometimes. For myself, I tend to put others' needs before my own, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. It only becomes a bad thing when we're unable to set boundaries for ourselves. Now, setting boundaries is something that I've personally been working towards for the last year or so. One boundary that I've set for myself in order to alleviate some stress that comes with coaching and competition season was to let everybody know that I'm not available past a certain time. I would come home after a basketball game or a halftime performance, and I would immediately shut off my phone because it would be 9 p.m. I've really been enjoying the no phone after 9 p.m. rule that I set for myself because not only does it make it so I can decompress after a mentally taxing day of cheer, it helps me sleep better at night. And this is a random tangent, but over the last few years, I've been very adamant about how much blue light I allow my eyes to look at. I set a timer on my phone to turn off blue light at 8 p.m. And with all of the blue light that we take in throughout the day, looking at our screens, it is so much harder to get into REM sleep. So I make sure that I don't get any blue light at least an hour before trying to go to bed. That's just something that I've been working towards. Now, if for some reason I didn't shut my phone off right at 9 p.m., more often than not, I will receive a very long-winded text from a coworker, a coach, an athlete, a parent, and then I'll have to rely on willpower alone to not respond to them until the morning, which is harder than you think to let go of something right before bed. But creating the boundary of, hey, it's too late to be texting me about this will make it less likely to happen. Now, I've kind of fallen off that habit a little bit since our season ended in March, but I'm trying to get back on it, and one other thing that I've tried to do for myself was to set up an auto-reply for my text messages. In the auto-reply, it's set to go out at 9 p.m. when my Do Not Disturb is turned on. So Do Not Disturb goes from 9 p.m. till 8 a.m. for me, and the auto-reply message says something like, Hey, thank you for reaching out to me. It is past my communication hours. Thank you for understanding. I'll get back to you in the morning. It's okay to say, hey, it's too late to text me. And then not only does it help you personally, but it might allow the other person who's texting you to reconsider like, hey, maybe it is too late. Maybe I should be getting some sleep and not focusing on this too. The next topic that I'm going to talk about for self-care is me time. 
For me this past season, it was especially hard to create time to take care of myself and do things that I enjoy doing. Mentally, my brain was focused on competition routines and I kind of let time for myself fall through the cracks. Now this podcast was considered me time and that is also why it got kind of pushed to the side, but I do have the full intention of making time for myself for this podcast now. Outside of making this podcast, self-care looks like taking 10 minutes a day to meditate, making it to the gym, taking a warm bath, or putting a little extra time into my makeup routine. Finding time throughout the day to do something for you is going to help alleviate some of that tension that you may be feeling throughout your busy schedule. And let's not kid ourselves, coaches and athletes are extremely busy. I know that my biggest excuse for myself is I don't have enough time to do something for me, which is terrible when you think about it. You should always make time for yourself and I should be practicing what I preach, but that is my biggest excuse is I don't have time for me. Now I saw this funny reel the other day that was like, what is your biggest toxic trait that you tell yourself? And mine is I don't have enough time. And then it said, what is your love language? And mine is quality time. So ask yourself, what is your biggest excuse? What is your biggest toxic trait that you tell yourself? And then what is your love language? You aren't giving enough love to yourself by using those excuses. So it's something to work towards every day. It's not going to happen overnight. And I'm doing it alongside you. So let's make sure that we're taking time for ourselves. Another thing that I want to incorporate in my lifestyle is gratitude and meditation. I feel like I began meditating a year ago. And again, it has kind of slipped through the cracks. I used to be very good at meditating at least 20 minutes a day and then doing some yoga and making sure that I took the time for myself. But somewhere along the lines, my brain has just been occupied with other things. And it's okay to get off track sometimes as long as we steer back to the right direction. But starting your morning off with gratitude is the best way to check your mindset. This past season, we challenged our athletes to participate in a gratitude and visualization challenge So they would wake up every morning, say three things that they're grateful for, and then visualize their competition routine. Now, if you don't do this first thing in the morning, you know, it's hard to remember sometimes when we're running late, you got to hop out of bed and get ready for work or school or whatever it is you have to get ready for. So it's hard to remember first thing in the morning. It's okay to do it at night too, just as long as you're taking the time to be intentional about noticing what you're grateful for. Personally, if I end the day on gratitude, it makes it feel like my day was better than it might have actually been. We also tried to do meditation throughout the season with our team, and I don't know if I've already talked on this, but we did a couple practices in which we spent the last 15 minutes of the day meditating, and I thought it was very beneficial. Um... Again, we kind of got away from that, but taking the time to meditate really does improve your mindset. Like I said earlier, I 
have discovered meditation a while ago, but it wasn't until about, I want to say October that I really realized that meditation could be important in high school sports as well. I received a PowerPoint from one of my state directors for NCA, Holly Schaffner. She sent a PowerPoint to me on mental conditioning for your athletes, and it kind of spoke on meditation and why it's important. So meditation is a mental exercise that helps us practice being present and aware in the moment. Through simple awareness, we learn about the unique tendencies of our minds and bodies and we can help shape our responses thoughtfully. Meditation lowers blood pressure, decreases stress and anxiety, and increases mental focus and performance. Now, who wouldn't want all of that for their athlete? There's a few misconceptions on meditation. You don't have to be cross-legged and sitting. You don't have to clear your mind. It's not religious. It's not spiritual. It's just focusing on you. And it doesn't have to take an hour. You can start with five minutes and work your way up there. Like I said, my average was about 20, but even now that feels like a little bit too much time. So however long you feel like you need to just sit there and relax. Personally, when I meditate or the way that I've been taught to is to allow your thoughts to come up instead of trying to clear your mind. Allowing your thoughts to come up and acknowledging what they are, how they make you feel, will make it so that you can transmute them and turn them into something a little more neutral. So let's say, for example, you're meditating and a thought comes up that is, I should have done better in that stunt. Why didn't I step in? I let my flyer come down. Instead of Thinking about the negative connotations that come up with that thought, turning it into a more neutral, hey, this is what happened, this is what I can do to improve, is going to help your mindset exponentially. I don't know about you guys, but I have social anxiety. So when I'm in the moment having a conversation with somebody, I can be, you know, an extrovert and talk with them and the conversation can go very well and they could think, oh wow, that was a great interaction with that person. But for some reason after that, or if I say one silly thing, like I will stay up all night thinking about, I shouldn't have said this. I shouldn't have said that. Now they think this of me and that's a bad habit. And since I've started meditation, I don't do that anymore. I find that I can get to sleep at night because all of those worries of I should have done this or that already came up during my meditation and I already put an end to them. So there's absolutely no point for them to be keeping me up at night anymore. That's just my experience. This could be the same for you with something else. Like I referenced your stunting or your coaching abilities or an interaction you had with an athlete or another coach If you're dwelling on it, take the time to sit and relax and meditate and do something for yourself because you deserve it. If you're still not sure how to begin with this process, I'm going to link a couple of my favorite meditations in the show notes. 
One is for manifestation and the other is for letting go. The letting go meditation I literally did every single day for months and I feel like a completely different person than when I started. And I'm going to say this one more time. Meditation doesn't have to be religious. It doesn't have to be spiritual. It could be just for you and your process. If you don't like the guided meditations that I recommend, try a different app like Headspace, Calm, Happify, Insight Timer, Peace, Waking Up. And I usually just use all of mine off of YouTube. On the self-care topic, practicing affirmations is also going to help your mindset. I use apps like Motivation and I Am to help with those reminders. I set it so 10 times a day, it'll send me a notification. Um, with Motivation, they just send you little quotes throughout the day. I, If I like them, I'll screenshot them. I'll post them to my stories. And with my I Am affirmations, those send you notifications every day. And as soon as they come up, you need to repeat them. So for example, the one that came up about an hour ago for me is I love having amazing conversations with my loved ones. That's just an example. It's good practice to read them off as soon as they come to you because speaking them into existence is actually going to allow them to happen. I would like to share one more thing from the PowerPoint that Holly Schaffner put together for Varsity University. On this meditation and mental conditioning, the quote is by Eckhart Tolle, and it says, Unease, anxiety, tension, stress, worry, all forms of fear are all caused by too much future and not enough presence. Guilt, regret, resentment, grievances, sadness, bitterness, and all forms of non-forgiveness are caused by too much past and not enough presence. So what I take that to mean is be in the present moment. Stop dwelling on the past. Stop worrying about the future. When you are present with yourself and your thoughts, you are more likely to enjoy where you're at. I would like to thank Holly one more time for all of this wonderful information that I was able to share with my athletes this season. So thank you so much. To recap, today we covered self-care. If any of the information in this episode resonated with you, be sure to share it with your friends and family. To get notified when new episodes are posted, sign up for my newsletter. The link is in the show notes. And be sure to follow The Life of a Cheerleading Coach on Instagram and Facebook. If you want to help support this ad-free and sponsor-free podcast, I actually switched over to a new podcast host called Anchor. There is a listener support button on Anchor where you can donate a small monthly donation. And basically that just helps sustain future episodes. And that ensures that this podcast stays ad-free and sponsor-free. Be sure to tune in next time. Thank you for listening and go be great.